Welcome to the Big O Show. Hey, feeling good, like I should. When in Durbo, walk around the neighborhood. Feeling blessed, never stressed. Got that sunshine on my Sunday best. Yeah. Uh, hello and welcome back to the Big O Show podcast. I'm your host, as always, Ryan Anka. This week is a very special episode as I am joined by Miss Sarah Cowart. Now, uh, how I know Sarah, she was my athletic academic advisor at the University of South Alabama and uh, has also worked at Penn State and recently has started her own uh, business venture with Sideline Confessions. Uh, Sarah, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about uh, Sideline Confessions. Yeah. So you just shared, we met when you were a student athlete at the University of South Alabama, and I was your athletic counselor there, and also went on to be an athletic counselor at Penn State. And after working over 10 plus years in college athletics, particularly in Division One athletics, I really got to see what it's like for college students and what they struggle with. And the number one thing that I kept seeing was, you guys would come to my office and we would have these conversations about struggling with time management and how to get everything done. And I just kind of thought there's got to be a better way for us to really meet in the middle to figure all this stuff out. And the more conversations I had with college students, the more I realized you guys actually struggled a lot with how to get to that point of playing division one sports. There was a lot of missing links in high school moving to college athletics and I wanted to fill that gap and so I had this vision and this dream to launch Sideline Confessions and it came to fruition in the fall of 2019 to where I launched this company to help parents and high school coaches and students and high school administrators really bridge the gap to ensure that these students are eligible and become NCAA qualifiers academically as they move on to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when you reached out to me and you told me about what you were doing, I've kind of kept tabs, you know, with you over social media and stuff. But just in general, it's a great resource. Um, you know, as a high school coach, I can attest that guidance counselors are awesome, but they don't know everything. You know, they know what happens within their school, not in the, you know, big picture. So just talk, uh, you know, this resource is just for high school kids or it's college kids too, or what, how's this work? Sure. Yeah. So we are a academic firm, an academic coaching firm all together. So we do help. I actually am based in Auburn, Alabama. So with the university here, I do see some college students one-on-one -on -one once they get here to really help them navigate that first year when they're here on the college campus of like time management and really trying to figure out what does life look like when everything's not as structured and college is just a little different. Um, but what we really are focusing right now, especially with everything that's going on in the world, we just want to make sure that we have high school students who don't fall through the cracks. Just like you said, our high school counselors are amazing, but when it comes down to it, a lot of our high school counselors are responsible for thousands of kids. And when they're having to manage all of that, with everything that's going on in the NCAA, is roles and regulations are changing, things are being updated. It's really hard for us to make sure that we're keeping tabs on everybody and everything that's going on. So having one resource in one place is a really great option for these high school students. And that's kind of where I come in to make sure we can bridge the gap for those students, parents, and high school counselors. Yeah, and uh, for those that don't know, when does this process really begin for a high school student athlete? 
That is the number one question that I always get from parents. And to be quite frank, it really begins around ninth grade. Um, when they first start that high school journey, because we know students always have big dreams and they want to play sports at the collegiate level, but we want them to start early. And the reason is we want them to get on the right foot. Those dreams could change. They can actually change the sport they want to play in college, but we want to make sure they're off on the right foot. And that's why we want to get them started early in ninth grade. Absolutely. So you talked a little bit about, you know, what, why you got into this. You're trying to bridge that gap that you noticed. Um, what um, resources can you offer? Yeah, well, so the first thing is right now, I do have a free resource for all parents, high school coaches, counselors, and we can provide that link for you guys in the mm -hmm. show notes. And you guys can go to that and download. And it's just a simple and easy guide that walks you through ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, and 12th grade, just some simple, easy steps you should be doing each and every year. Um, but one thing that I in particular am able to do, and this just comes from my years of experience, is sit down with the parent and the student and take a look at our high school transcript and say, you know what, here are the core courses that you need to be taking. Hey, I'm looking at your GPA and you know what, you actually need to take the ACT or the SAT again to make sure you meet those standards of the sliding scale um, to move forward with the NCAA because there's a lot of terminology that you will see on the NCAA's website that sometimes just, it doesn't make sense, but because there's a lot of framework that we have to work around. Yeah, and the uh, terminology is always changing. Like you said, the, the standard is changing, so you have to constantly evolve. Um, what, uh, I guess, biggest hurdles, you know, athletes, they don't really understand. What are some of the biggest hurdles that you've encountered with some of the students that you've worked with? Yeah, so one of the biggest hurdles is we talk about this GPA. And we talk about what is that major GPA that you're gonna have when you graduate high school. And a lot of students think, well, you know, my high school GPA is a 3.5. Well, that's awesome when it's on your transcript, but one of the biggest things is with the NCAA, we actually only look at core courses. Mm -hmm. And there is a specific list with specific classes for your specific high school. So that's something that we really wanna dive into because then that core GPA, could drastically change from your overall GPA. And we wanna make sure that that student is taking the appropriate core courses to meet those standards as they move forward and become eligible. Awesome, and just quickly, what, what is a core course for those that don't know? Yeah, so a core course is gonna be defined by the NCAA in to certain categories. So we're gonna be looking at your math, your Englishes, English, and then your also your, your sciences, and then your social studies in that kind of area. But what that kind of does within those social studies area, you're really gonna have other courses, so like other core courses, which could some of those could actually fall under the categories of like a psychology, of you know, US government, of something of that nature, foreign language. But we have to be really careful to make sure that course is actually approved by the NCAA and that the high school has submitted that if there's been any curriculum changes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know you didn't really bring it up yet, but um, like I said, as a coach, I know obviously about the NCAA sliding scale. Could you just kind of explain that from a, a non-coach or non-high school athlete perspective? 
Yeah, so that was one of the things when we talk about the GPA. So what we look at is we give the opportunity on the sliding scale. So depending on your GPA, you could have a higher GPA and you could have a lower SAT or ACT score. Now, the thing about your ACT and SAT score is they're gonna take a sum of those. So they're gonna add up your composite scores. So your, your math, your, your composition, they're gonna add those up and that's gonna be your stun score. Well, the beautiful thing about it is you could have taken the SAT or the ACT multiple times. They're gonna take the highest of those. So depending on your GPA, you know, if you have a GPA of a 2.8, then you're gonna need a higher ACT or SAT sum score. But if your GPA is like a 3.5, you know, that sum score is gonna be lower. So we really wanna make sure that we're matching those up appropriately and giving the student the right advice of whether or not they need to take the ACT or SAT again. Yeah, absolutely. And when do you recommend taking the ACT, SAT for the first time? You know, a lot of people wait till the junior, senior year. Is that too late? Is that normal? Yeah, I would say if you have never had an experience with a standardized test, like even the PSAT, mm -hmm. I would go ahead and take that around your freshman or sophomore year just to get experience of having a standardized test because those tests are pretty long. I mean, you're sitting mm -hmm. taking tests for almost four hours. So having the experience of what those questions would look like, well, how do you need to be prepared for it? It's always good experience to have that under your belt so that maybe by the end of your sophomore year, year, you could actually go ahead and take the real thing, the SAT or ACT, so that you kind of know what you're shooting for and what that goal is. Because we always have goals that we want to set, but if we don't know where that benchmark is, we really don't know what we're aiming for. Yeah. Now, this resource, it sounds really awesome. And if you happen to already be a junior or senior and maybe you're late uh, to the game, is it too late to get involved with this or where, you know, in the process or... No, no. And that's the other thing that I tell parents all the time. If you are a junior and you're just now starting, it's not too late. It's a, we can also go back through and look to see where you are and really make a plan to hone in on what's going to happen those last two years, just to make sure that you're not missing the mark on anything. And that's a great time to sit down like someone like myself and maybe your high school counselor doesn't have all that information and we can really dive deep into that and make sure that you've covered everything um, that you need to for those last two years because that's for sure you do not want to be left behind because we want to make sure we're meeting those requirements that the NCAA puts out. Yeah absolutely and I know you already kind of talked about the sliding scale we had that little discussion. Uh, people outside of sports you know when you apply to college you have set standards now this sliding scale, I meant to ask this earlier, the sliding scale makes it applicable to every college or are there certain ones that take it, don't take it? How's that work with athletics? Yeah, so the sliding scale is gonna be based off of all, of the, that's gonna be strictly division one. So we're gonna become a qualifier with division one and that sliding scale is gonna apply just to the NCA division one requirements. Now, if you're gonna go into division two, there are gonna be different requirements for them as well. And then also division three. So if it's a division one institution, you could become an NCAA qualifier mm -hmm. based off of that, where it's an institution um, like University of South Alabama, Penn State or somewhere like that may have an SAT or ACT score that they're looking for, for admissions. And that's something too that we would have a conversation about is to say, how many schools are on your like top five list? And then we would say, what are those requirements as well? So that we know what we're looking for in admissions. Yeah. 
Yeah, so a common misconception I get with some of my athletes or other people I talk to is that um, if you just graduate, you can go somewhere, maybe a junior college or something like that. But this resource in general and what you can provide would help with all levels of, uh, you know, football with the NCAA, correct? Or other sports in general. Yeah, yeah. And so what this is going to be, and you just kind of said a little bit too about the resource. So the free resource really outlines specifically like NCAA eligibility. And it really starts through that division one. And then what we're going to do from there is we're actually going to launch an online course here at the end of the month of August. And what I'm going to be able to do for parents and coaches, students, whoever enrolls in this online course is we are going to walk step by step through that moment, say freshman year of like, hey, I want to play college sports to when you sign that national letter of intent, when you commit to that institution of where that you are going and everything in between, because you are right. You could start off saying, I'm gonna play at a division one institution, but then you find a division two institution you fall in love with, that's totally okay. We want you to pursue that dream, but we also wanna make sure that you're prepared for every level of play, whether it's a junior college, a division one, a division two or NAIA school. And this resource with this online course is going to be something that every parent can follow um, because it's going to be laid out step by step for that parent. Yeah. So this resource uh, is not affiliated with any high school or anything. It kind of puts the ball in the court of the parents and the athlete, correct? Yeah, yeah. So this is not affiliated with the NCAA, any high schools or any organizations. This is something just from my experience that I've had meeting with multiple parents, being with coaches in recruiting. As you can imagine, you you were kind of there with junior day and everything else. I sat with tons and tons of parents and students over the years and found out just those things that they missed or things that they didn't know. And, and it's time for us to bridge that gap. It's time for us to get that information out and it easy and effective way where parents are going to be able to log in on an online platform because I can't be everywhere you know normally and now right now I just truly can't be everywhere to share this information and present it to you know um, team meetings and whatnot so it's a great way for parents to hop online at the comfort of your own home and follow step by step and then we'll have an online community within Facebook where they can ask questions and get some one-on-one coaching as well from myself. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I love this. Like I said, as a as a coach, as a former athlete, I wish there was something like this years ago. You know, I know there's like recruiting sites and things like that, but they don't, it's not individualized. It's kind of cookie cutter. This is what you do. They don't actually take time to talk to you. It's kind of an additional resource for a coach or for an athlete in general. It's, I love the idea. Yeah, no, and that's and that's exactly what we're looking for is to find those individual needs because again, you just said that every student is different. And you could kind of attest to that too when you guys kind of came in my office as student athletes, your academic plans were different. And so that kind of held true to when you were going through high school as well. And we want to make sure, and I want to make sure that every student is taken care of. That we answer those questions so that no one's left in the dark, that no one has to have that conversation with a coach or an academic advisor when they head on campus for an official visit or unofficial visit to where, hey, you know what, you're actually not going to be a qualifier or we're going to have to make some tough decisions. Like that shouldn't be a conversation that any student should have to go through. And I want to make sure that we really take care of that and provide them everything that they need in the meantime. Yeah, absolutely. Now, how, how do people get access to this free resource? You talked about the course launching at the end of August. Tell us a little bit about the actual specifics of how they can get their hands on this stuff. 
Sure. Yeah. So we're easy to find over on Instagram. So at sideline confessions, super easy. You can follow us there. And then in the link in our bio, you can head there and download that free resource. We're also on Facebook at sideline confessions, Auburn. So you can find us there on Facebook and there's a link in the bio as well there. Or if you want to reach out to us via email, that's completely fine too. And I can send you the link that way. It's hello at sidelineconfessions.com and we can get that resource out there to you. Super easy that way. And then we will announce the launch date here in the next couple weeks of when that's going to be hitting live. And again, we are super excited about that because we know it's going to be a great opportunity again for parents, coaches, students, or anybody to really kind of up their game in this recruiting process. Yeah. And I will do everything I can. You know, you can uh, send me, I know I've gotten some of the emails already. I'll go ahead and post uh, all this information as well with the show notes and whenever uh, this episode airs. So uh, is, there, is there anything else that I missed or didn't ask that you'd like to share about this uh, resource and program that you're launching, Sarah? Oh, I think this is awesome. Thanks so much for having me and the, just the opportunity to share with what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And uh, thank you guys all for listening. Hopefully you find uh, value in this uh, resource and be sure to check out uh, Sarah Cowart's uh, Sideline Confessions on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, check out the free resource and enroll in the course at the end of August. Thank you as always. Go out there and have the best day of your life. Thank you for tuning in to the Big O Show podcast. And if you're interested in making a podcast like I did with the Big O Show, let me tell you about the free Anchor app. It's the easiest way to make, edit, and distribute a podcast today. You can do it on your phone or your computer. And like I said, Anchor handles all of the distribution for you. So it puts your content out on every different outlet. So you don't have to worry about that. All you have to do is worry about making your podcast. They handle all the hard part. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Thanks for checking out the Big O Show podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please leave a rating and review and share this podcast with a friend if you find any value in it. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Anka. And be sure to check out uh, every Monday morning uh, motivational message episode and a midweek sports update on Wednesday. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you guys soon.